from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells. Well, welcome to Straight Talk, everyone, here at Iowa Catholic Radio. It is your weekly dose of news and from the diocese and the world, plus commentary on tough issues impacting our lives. It's called Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got some answers for you. I am in studio today. You can text me. You can text me hi if you want to. You can text me questions about our topic or questions for our guests. You are... Um, Welcome to do that. Hey, um, I count among my blessings, I say it every single week, that I get to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio. I need to count all my blessings, as you do. I mean, if we go by a day, I love that meme that says, uh, if you wake up today with only those things that you um, thanked God for yesterday, what would your life be like? Yeah. We got to be grateful for everything that we have. Hey, joining me today is John Wynn. He's the director of faith formation or faith journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And we are talking about discipleship. Now, when we were young, we were often asked, what are you going to be when you grow up? And as adults, I mean, hopefully we've matured and we are now asking ourselves that same question, though perhaps with the twist, what does God want me to do with my life? You know, I once said to Father Joe Pins, you know, if God would just send me a memo, I'll do it. You know, I just I just need to know what he wants me to do. And <laughs> he was holding his Bible and he patted it and said, uh, he did send you a memo, Gene. And we both chuckled a little bit and, and I nodded in affirmation. And, and yet I'm one of those people that needs a to-do list. You know, I need to know exactly what he wants me to do and when and um you know, otherwise I feel like I'm 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 floundering a little bit. Uh, so if you like me, if you're like me, you know, I think you'll appreciate this very hands-on discussion today on how to hear God's calling for you. Um, now, if you think we're talking about religious vocation, you'd be wrong. The discussion is for every single person listening today. Each of us is called. Uh, today's or yesterday's reading from Ephesians really gives us a clue. St. Paul said, I urge you, uh, I, I urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Boy, do we not need to know and follow that today? Oh, my goodness. It goes on to say, through that bond of peace, um, one body and one spirit, as you were also called to be the one hope of your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. I just, I find that so helpful. It's like, let's start with humility and gentleness and patience. We're going to be visiting with John Wynn, again, not about a religious vocation, about how each of us are called in our day-to-day lives to do what God wants us to do. 
Before we get to John, though, uh, some events coming up. This Friday is the National Day of Prayer and Fasting for God's Mercy on Our Land and the Healing and Conversion of Our Hearts. Uh, go to acts29.org. That's Father John Ricardo's new ministry, acts.org. I mean, you talk about a to-do list. He will lay out for you the things that you could do on Friday to offer up that day of prayer and fasting. So like, if you can't give up food, you know, he's suggesting drink only liquids until supper time. But if you can't do that for health reasons, what else do you just love to do that you can give up? Is it Facebook? Is it computer games? Is it coffee? Oh, my word. Now we're asking for too much. But what is it that we could do on Friday and offer it in prayer? Not just do it, but offer it in prayer for conversion of hearts, healing, um, and uh, for this coronavirus, all of the things that are causing such angst in our lives today. Hey, that's Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday is the Christ Our Life Conference. You can still get tickets. You can go in person. They have 3,700 seats uh, that will be in person. I know they have a few of those left. Or you can go online and watch it as a live stream and you'll get a password to access it. Um, Oh, there's some great speakers. Um, You don't want to miss it. You really don't. And then following that, it's a busy couple weeks. The Fall Carathon for Iowa Catholic Radio is next week, and we need your prayers and support. I just got an email this morning that said we had 296,000 people connect to with us through our digital formatting. And that's all free. That's free to you. It's free to all of them. But it's not free to us to make it. So we need your help. We're 100% listener supported. So your help, your prayers, and your financial support are very much needed. You can donate online at iowacatholicradio.com. Please consider a $30 a month gift. It just helps so much with cash flow here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, a couple pieces of items uh, that are in the news this past week. As you've all heard, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away after serving 17 years on the highest court in the land. She was a trailblazer for many women as only the second woman to be named to the Supreme Court. Her opinions, I I didn't agree with many of them, but her opinions ranged from support for equal pay for women and people of color, that was in Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire, but also support for late-term abortions, Gonzalez versus Carhartt. (coughs) Excuse me. President Trump is expected to announce the nominee to replace Justice Ginsburg by this Saturday. Uh, in San Francisco, San Francisco, there was a rally, a rallying cry of free the mass. Uh, it was broadcast in mid-September by Archbishop Salvatore Corde Leon as he marshaled his flock in opposition to the unjust restrictions against celebration of Catholicism's central sacrament that his city's mayor has imposed. The Archbishop's action was triggered by the continued failure of Mayor London Breed to grant fair treatment to the worship of local Catholics and other religious believers during the pandemic. While the mayor's new provisions provided some relief from the extraordinarily harsh conditions in place in San Francisco for the previous several months, uh, she relaxed policies applied to public parks and retail stores and indoor gyms and hair and nail salons and even massage parlors and issued new limits for churches of a cap of 50 people 
to celebrate Mass outdoors, 25 people indoors for religious services, and get this, a limit of one person at a time if you want to go into the church to pray. We can, that is not religious freedom. That is, in my mind, religious persecution. There is no reason for that. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be visiting with John Wynn, Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines, about discipleship. What are we called to do? It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Blessment International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq des moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th Street and Ashworth in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and you can text me. I'm here in studio. My text line is open. I would love to hear from you. Love, love, love to hear from you. Um, joining me today is John Wynn. He is the Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines, and we're talking about 
what is God calling us to do? And, and John, I've already said, you know, this isn't about vocations, though he may be calling us to that. We are all called to be a disciple. And how do we go about figuring out what that is? So before we talk about all of that, give our listeners, if you would, a little bit on your background, this faith journey thing. What is that? How do you do that? What programs are involved with it? Just give us that snapshot. Well, good morning to you too, Gene. Good morning. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little early to get right into this, isn't it? <laughs> I've been up since oh dark thirty. Come on. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, faith journey began um, about six years ago um, as a program that uh, for Bishop Hates' vision, a faith formation, but also an evangelical program uh, for our faculty and staff. Um, and administrators at our our Catholic schools. Oh, you um, think that they, as Catholic school teachers, they would already be on board with all of that? You know, as as teachers, um, all well know we are good teachers when we are good learners. Mm. And oh, that's uh, good. and I think you know, as, as those who lead, as those who um, aim, whose aim is to form our students into not only just um, master academicians, but also followers of Christ, disciples of Christ. Um, we ourselves need to, to be disciples of Christ. So, um, you know, those of us who are in those positions to lead our students to try to form them, we ourselves need to be formed. And uh, I think our, our faculty, our staff, um, our administrators are quite aware of that. And uh, so it's been a, a positive response on their part to the faith journey program um, that's been uh, going on in the schools, um, and then in addition to that, uh, as the faith journey office sort of takes takes shape, uh, we were entrusted to lead the catechetical institute, mm-hmm. um, and you, of course, are a graduate of that. Saint, I think Teresa of Calcutta, right? The class of Saint Teresa of Calcutta, and uh, we've had. Two graduating class since um, we are currently at halt uh, with our uh, third class. We aim to begin that in the spring, um, and really, it's a it's a two year program um, that uh, culminates in um, hopefully our students um, learning and also living um, the the cate- the catechism of the Catholic Church. Well, and I have to give my you know. 100% endorsement behind the program. I went through in the first class, mm-hmm. and it was um, it, it was more life-changing now, two years later. I mean, even though it was um, very instrumental, it was very much about, like you talked earlier, about we have to grow in knowledge and understanding and little wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so you do that. You're learning. You're a student. You're learning. And then as it applies to your life... It, right. It it just it moves me more and more all the time. It it draws me to learn more, to grow more. So I highly recommend the Catechetical Institute for everybody. Yeah, it's it's really um quite a program mm-hmm. and of course the you know the the first class we had here, I went through that myself um learning from others who taught at the Catechetical Institute. So uh it was quite an experience. Uh, and also to bond, really, you know, uh, these are the adult um, laity in, in our in our diocese gathering together, um, sharing really their own lived faithful experiences with one another, um, and also mm-hmm. then shedding 
um, the light of the catechism of churches, of the church's tradition upon that lived experience. And so it, th- there are a lot of things that come out of that that's really quite valuable. Um, and then, of course, there are a few other things that I do, but uh, one of the other things that's big and kind of in my life currently is the... Um, Permanent diaconate, and so I'm the coordinator of curriculum for the permanent diaconate, and so we're we're working through a um, a visit right now with the USCCB, um, just kind of looking at our program as a whole and see how things go. Cool. Yeah. So if any of the new deacons like uh, fall a little short of our high, very high expectations, we'll just yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the best. The best place to direct that to is jwells at tmdiocese.org. Oh, oh, oopsie, oopsie. <laughs> so let's talk about our topic. I always like to define things first for our guests so that when you know we say discipleship, everybody knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like everybody has their, you know, their own dictionary that they're looking at. So we're talking about discipleship and and. You know, if you use scripture as your basis for understanding the terminology, apostleship is reserved for the twelve. And discipleship right. is for their followers. Is that a good place to start? I guess so. But the the apostles themselves are called to be disciples, right? They're they're the first disciples, really. Okay. Um, you know, the title, of course, apostles reserved for them as those who are um, who were close to Christ, called uh, by Him uh, to uh, really be fishers of men. But so are we. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they are the apostles, but. They're, they're disciples. So it, it's essentially kind of those things where, where you, you know, everyone is a Christian, but then there's a subsection that's called Catholics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone is a disciple, but then that subsection is uh, the apostles. Well, and what I like about that definition you just gave is that it's, it's even though they're apostles, they are continually learning and growing too. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, <laughs> you see that. Nowhere else different than in, in our first mm-hmm. pope, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's most exemplified in our first poor pope. Poor St. Peter. Yeah, poor St. Peter. <laughs> he indeed. put his foot in his mouth so many times. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, and it's easy to kind of look at this Old Testament stuff and, and comprehend it. But, you know, what does it mean to be a modern-day disciple? Yeah, I. you know, if... To, to talk about that, I think we ought to go back um, to see what Jesus was doing with the apostles when they he first called them, because I, I think it, it matters quite a bit. You know, he, he's calling them, um, and he says, leave your, leave your stuff, I'm going to make you uh, fishers of men. And I think this, this applies to all of us, right? Because when, we, um, when we're baptized, we're baptized into Jesus' uh, kingship, um, um, his his prophecy and his priesthood and and so all the, those three roles really are calling us to to be in some sense fishers of men and really um, of men and women uh, to, to be more correct I suppose um, that seems but, pretty pretty high level though for yeah, little yeah. old me that's you know I'll, I'll explain it real quick okay. but you know fish. I'm going to draw this analogy out. I think fish are surrounded by water, and they don't realize that they're in water. All right, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's the air they breathe. They, they don't really reflect upon the fact that they're in this water. But, you know, if the, when the water is good, um, the fish live, and when it's bad, um, it slowly kills them. I mean, you, my, one of my first experiences of raising fish, I bought fish, 
and uh, put in tap water and never really thought about like a filter or anything else to make the water neutralize. How many days did they last? Uh, just a few days, and yeah. it had died. And I, I was so sad. Um, and you know, my my parents didn't know either uh, on how to raise fish. Well, finally, I, I was talking to uh, my friends, and and they're like, "You have to buy the all the other stuff. It's not just you know, the, the water is bad. So if the water is bad, it slowly kills the fish." Um, you know, look around us now uh, in in modern times. What is the water that we we breathe, if you will, that we as fish take in? Um, and it's it's a secularist kind of water, right? It's 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 um, also almost a materialism, a relativism, right? That that we need to spend more, we need to buy things. Mm-hmm. Um, our morality doesn't matter. It, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong, according to. Uh, our own consciences rather than what uh, there is an objective morality. So these sort of things, if this is the water that we breathe, it slowly in, kills our, our spiritual life. Um, and, and we know that our spiritual life requires um, fresh water. And what is that fresh water? Well, St. Ambrose tells us that fresh water is God. Uh, we are called to be, we're innately built for God. Anything else that tries to take that place, does great violence to our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And so um, discipleship in modern times then means we are called to be fishers of men and women, as in we are called to go out there and give good water to, to those um, around us. Right? So to that means we God have water. to be the filter, in your analogy, in your analogy, we need to be the, the filter fil- yeah, and the, the the algae and the <laughs> you know the the things that create a healthy environment. Absolutely, you know, we may not be the one that's actually um, fishing, fishing, you know, right. but maybe we're the ones that are just creating a healthy environment so others can grow. Because in, in the scripture that I shared in the very first part of the, the show today, it's like some are called, you know, and we're all called to do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, I may be called to be algae and you may be called to be the fisherman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good extension Never of thought analogy. I would say I was going to be algae. Anyway, <laughs> but, you know, I, I look at today's society, John, and it, I don't think it really calls us embraces is a better term embraces us to be disciples i mean it feels like we're kind of fighting this uphill battle with the general public and even our friends and our family that if you know you're if you're too much of the algae that you're kind of poo-pooed you're discounted you're oh you're just that church lady which i embrace that term by, by the way i should put yeah. it on my business card um but it's like society really um discourages you from doing any of the things that we're talking about. Right. And and I think it that's it's good to again return to what we're we're called to do in by virtue of our baptism, right? So I mentioned the three roles of Christ that we're baptized mm-hmm. into and one of those is the prophet. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we we talk about prophet and a lot of people think prophecy is this uh what the modern understanding of prophecy is. It's, you know, going out and, and telling uh, kind of the future. But that's not what prophecy is in, in our tradition, right? Prophecy really is uh, being the voice of God, uh, being the voice that reminds the generations 
um, either condemns or or um, applauds them for what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. So if you look at the old time prophets, the the old time prophets um, were constantly telling Israel, "Look, you, you don't you? want to do these things. You don't want to do these things. You got to remember who your Lord is and mm-hmm. how He's been good to you." Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it it they're always kind of outcasts too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're never received well. Uh, so we're in good company if we feel like we're an outcast. <laughs> I, I think so. And and you know most of them did not end up uh, dying um, on their own bed with loved ones next to them holding mm-hmm. their hands. And it's a morbid sort of uh, picture. But truly, if you're going to be a prophet of God, you're going to be fishers of men and women. If you're going to go out there and tell the truth, it's not going to be a very comfortable living. Um, situation and you know the the gospel um, the gospel calls us uh, it's always going to call us towards uncomfortable uh, life if we are comfortable. Mm-hmm. Hey John, I promised folks that we were going to talk about some real practical to do things. This is not really for me, and the listeners just get to join in. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, the, we're talking about this discipleship, but I know that you have to be disciplined yep. if you want to grow in anything. If you want to be a marathon runner, you're not going to go the day of the marathon. You have to start walking a block at a time kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if we're, if we want to be this disciple, what are some of those daily disciplines that I need to incorporate into my life? Well, I think, so the first thing is, uh, the first thing to note is you're not going to have, um, you're not going to be able to work for Christ without conversing with Christ. So praying is such an important piece of who we are as disciples of Christ. Um, and, you know, when when we talk about prayer, we're not simply talking about sitting down and reciting rote prayers. And that, Which those that are good, is, too. That is one but, way. No, yeah. that is one way, mm-hmm. and it's a really good way when we, when we find ourselves strapped for time or when we, we find ourselves going, you know, I... I don't know what else to say today to you, God. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to say. Um, but, but we are also called to just sit down and converse with God, having a heart-to-heart, you know, these, these moments where, as in human interactions, we go, I want to have a heart-to-heart with someone because I, I feel so close and I want to share what's internally mine and take in what's internally his or hers. Um, that's what we need to do. So prayer is such an important part of of who we are as disciples that we cannot overlook that. Making time for prayers daily. Um, and then another thing I think that as disciples we have to be able to do is to be able to forgive. Um, gosh, it, it in these times, right, it's, it's so hard to not only to just kind of be to hold on to our positions, um, whether they be uh, political, whether they, um, they be sort of the, these, uh, you know, I don't know, familial, if you will, or um, educational positions. But it's hard for us to let go of some of the offenses that we perceive coming towards us. And what Christ calls us to do is, yes, you can. You certainly can disagree, and you certainly can can uh, begin to your path towards truth. But more than that, we're called to forgive. You know, Saint Saint Peter was very uh, surprised when he asked Jesus, 
how many times I got to forgive people, and was responded to by Jesus going, "Hey, you got to forgive a lot of times, not just uh, once, not just twice, many, geez. many times." <laughs> well, you know, John, you talk about you know the rope prayer and spontaneous prayer. You know, there's you know so many other disciplines that we can incorporate. You know, how much time are we going to have to to notch out of our lives to, you know, be a good disciple? I mean, I mean it's a very practical question, but is this like uh, five minutes a day? Is this 30 minutes a day? I, I, I know it's probably I, different for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's the same as, question, as asking a, a, a parent, right? Hey, how many minutes a day does it take to be – for you to spend with your kid to to make you a good parent. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, fine. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, there are days that you get to spend with your kid all day, and you know, being attentive to that, uh, we, you know, you can spend hours mm-hmm. playing with the kid. There are days that there are other things in life that calls right um, that you 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 have to make some time for uh, for your children. Um, because you're reminded that, yeah, the, these these are entrusted to me, and I love them, and I, I, I need to spend some time with them. But there's no minimum or maximum amount, right? Mm. The, the reason why I want to spend time with my children in however many minutes or uh, whatever amount of time is because I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I don't think there's a correct answer to saying how many <laughs> minutes or how much time. If you love Christ, you love Christ. And so you begin by uh, by doing the minimal and and uh, work yourselves up to, you know, however much time you can you can give Christ each day. And if we have a contrite heart, a heart focused on the Lord, it may be five minutes and it may be five hours. But exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Sounds good. Hey, we yeah. need to take our break, and uh, when we can come back, we're going to continue our conversation with John. About how do we share our faith? If we're going to be this disciple, we're going to live it. How do we go about sharing it? That can be very uncomfortable for folks. And then in our last segment, Jeff Cavins is joining us about a new program offered through John's office called School Discipleship. And we're going to visit about some of the practical parts of that. I did have a correction from one of my listeners. Thank you so much. I said the day of fair. Uh, prayer and fasting was Friday, the 24th. Well, duh, the 24th is on Thursday. Um, my apologies. It's on my calendar for Thursday. I hope it's all on yours. So that uh, prayer and fasting day uh, for healing in our country and conversion of hearts is Thursday, the 24th. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture the Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company. Brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mostly sunny through the afternoon hours and comfortable will be around 80, upper 50s overnight and partly cloudy, getting a little breezy tomorrow, low 80s and mostly sunny. The weather is being brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy, outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk. This is Gene Wells, and we're talking about what am I going to be when I grow up? Or the adult version of it is, what does God want me to be as an adult? My guest is John Wynn. He's the Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And coming up in about, oh, 10 minutes or so is Jeff Cavins, who is the Director of uh, the Catechetical Institute out of St. Paul, which we offer here in the diocese, and a new program that John is uh, offering called School of Discipleship. So we're going to visit about that here in a little bit. Um but let's talk, John, you know, if we're going to be this disciple, that means we kind of have to share our faith. <laughs> yep. We have to do it out loud. Yeah. I mean, because people, I mean, that's very uncomfortable to, you know, because maybe I don't know. What if they ask me something I don't know? And then they're going to think <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, 
you know, I'm not a very good Catholic, so I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, you know, what if, you know, what if they call me on it? And now I'm embarrassed or, or, you know, we can come up with a thousand reasons why we can't do it. But how, do, what's an easy way to kind of begin that? So well, we can be so <laughs> easy way, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, uh, I do think though, um, I'm going to start off by saying, look, I, I think people have to focus on being a free uh, Catholic. And by that I mean, um, you know, we have a tendency, and I talk, I think we talked about this yesterday, Gene, um, is, you know, we have the tendency to think of freedom as like this, this thing where y- you get to choose this or that. Um, in our tradition, uh, freedom means to choose the good, which is essentially God, right? Mm-hmm. To dis- discipline our desires, to choose God always, so that um, so that it becomes very easy. Um, it becomes effortless. Mm-hmm. And we all know, I- I'm sure we all know, um, if we said, you know, there's, think of a person in your life, um, or you know, that is a living saint. Some Somebody always comes into our mind, and it may be an old church lady, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it may be an uncle, an aunt, maybe a parent, but it's because the way that they live their faith, without having to speak it, is so effortless that we look at it and we go, "I know exactly who you're, who you're referring to, mm-hmm. right? I have one person in mind that mm-hmm. that is a living saint, and I think that's what we ought to focus on first and foremost. If we're going to evangelize the world, if we're going to be disciples of Christ and show that, it's not simply just through talking. It's going to be first, primarily through living it, um, and you know that old cliche: actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. I think we can we can probably land on that as the the, the starting point. But in order for us then to also um, express the faith, share it with words uh, w- with one another, we just have to realize: look, we're we're a bunch of messy people, <laughs> um, but God works with the mess. If we're afraid that we don't know things um, about our faith, don't be afraid of that because no one knows things about our faith that that is perfect, right? Uh, we talked about St. Peter at the beginning, um, and you look at a guy like him, who is our first pope um, and <laughs> entrusted with the, the keys to heaven, if you will. You look at, at St. Peter, and you go... Look, St. Peter has been just, I mean, he's been commended by Jesus many times, but he's also been rebuked by Jesus a bunch of times. Right. And who are we then to think that we ought to be perfect, completely perfect in our knowledge and our actions so that we can, um, before we can talk about our faith, right? So if we're, going, if we're afraid of, of speaking poorly about our faith, then it should lead us to do two things. One, to desire to learn more about the faith, so go seek. Uh, you know, if, if we're if we're learning um, academically, then go seek articles, go seek things um, like the Catechetical Institute to learn more about the faith. Um, but if we're afraid that our spiritual life um, may not be where we are to to um, evangelize others, to show 
uh, our di- own discipleship, then and it lead then it should lead to us on working on that as mm-hmm. well, to praying with Jesus, uh, or uh, w- to praying and and having conversation with Jesus. My guest is John Wynn. He is the director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And, and John, I just got a nice text that said, excellent show. I'm taking notes. <laughs> so thank you, Carol, for that text. Thank you, yeah. Um, so you were just talking about, you know, we have to grow and um, in both in knowledge, but we also have to, to bring our prayer life to a new level. Mm-hmm. And again, it's kind of like, how do you do that? Like, and how do you keep your mind focused when, you know, you're in the middle of a of a, a rope prayer and and you go to your grocery list? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like how do you how do you take it to the next level? You know, to go to go back to um, to the parent analogy that I used earlier. You know how how do you determine yeah. how many minutes you put yeah. with your kids? Well, how do you know when you reach like the next dad level? Right, <laughs> like like that that. You've you've gone from a new dad to an to an, a seasoned dad. Right. Is it because the number of children that you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how yeah, many? Yeah, two point three is the maximum. Is the minimum <laughs> number to be an excellent dad? I guess. I right. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think a lot of it is intuition. Um, when you know, you know. Right? There's that, that old cliche saying again. When you know, you know. Um, and and I think as much effort as we put into uh, praying into our spiritual life with with Jesus, into learning about the faith, um, into trying to tell other about the faith. As much mm-hmm. effort as we put into that, when when we when we reach a a, a, a level of in some sense effortlessness, mm-hmm. we simply just know. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, will will we continue to struggle? Absolutely, the struggle is always there. Mm-hmm. You know, the struggle with prayer, the struggle with um, building enough courage to talk to a stranger about your faith, the struggle will always be there. But a kind of effortlessness about it will show. Um, and like like I said again, when it, it does show, uh, it's, it's intuitive. You simply just know. And the, the more you get into it, in my opinion, the more you're going to require God's help. And so well, the more- and it's like the marathon. If you if you give up after walking the first block and see, I'm never going to run a marathon. Guess what? You're never going to run a marathon, right? But if you say, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to adoration. I remember the first time I went to adoration, and I'm like waiting for something to happen because I'm a I'm a goal oriented person, and I'm like, well, okay, where's the prayer? Where's the worship aid? What are we going to be doing? Right. You know, and you know, about the fourth or fifth time in, I'm like. You know, all of a sudden, I was there two hours and didn't even realize it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, as yeah. y- to continue with your marathon uh, analogy, right? If you give up the first first mile, or whatever, you, you, to begin training, you give up after the first mile. You're just not going to think about it. But if you continue to train and train and train mm-hmm. and train every day, you're going to wake up thinking, "Hey, I need to train today for that marathon." Right. Hey, I need to do this for this marathon. It's the same. It's the same thing as everything else in our life, right? And and this is why I was saying it, it's going to be effortless once it's done. Mm-hmm. Is because if you continue that habit of prayer, one day you're going to yep. wake up and you didn't do prayer. You're going to think, "Hey, man, what something is missing in my yeah. life, and I, I need to sit yeah. down and do this." Yeah. 
Hey, folks, we're going to take this final break. And when we come back, Jeff Cavins will be joining John and I. He is the director of the Catechetical Institute that's based out of St. Paul that we offer here in Des Moines. And this new program called School of Discipleship that will be available here in Des Moines. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26th and 27th at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Blessed International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessed International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessedMinterInternational.org. That's BlessedMinterInternational.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio in Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers to go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells. I am so grateful that you are joining me today to talk about uh, discipleship and, and what does that mean for us. And my guests today have been John Wynn, the Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And joining us now is Jeff Cavins. He is the Director of the Archbishop Harry J. Flynn Catechetical Institute based in St. Paul, Minnesota, and uh, was instrumental in bringing the Catechetical Institute to Des Moines. So we are very grateful that you're joining us today, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be with you. 
Well, I I am so interested about the School of Discipleship. Um, John had sent an email out to all of us who went through the Catechetical Institute to see if, of our interest in participating. And, um, you know, so this, this, we talk about taking our prayer life to the next level. Here's the School of Discipleship. So I like to get down to the nuts and bolts. You know, if you could give us the synopsis of what the School of Discipleship is, and then we can talk about some of the specifics. Sure. Well, it's good to be on your show back Thank in you. Iowa, mm-hmm. where it all began for me at Mercy yep. Hospital. But I um, uh, started to develop this Activated Disciple teaching series in the Twin Cities, really because I I started to see a pattern, and that was that a lot of the people that I associated with, wonderful, holy people, mm-hmm. were in some ways caught in a rut. And the rut was that their faith really was made up of learning about the faith. Mm-hmm. And so if you ask people, well, are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Are you a Catholic? Typically, people would give you an answer like, oh, yeah, you know, I listen to Catholic radio, which they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to Catholic radio. I've got these books. I went through this study, and I watch uh, EWTN occasionally. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Catholic. And, and what they were really saying was, this is what I consume. And you know, even better than I do, that Catholic radio is a tremendous gift to the body of Christ in terms of equipping people, but equipping them for what? Mm-hmm. You know, it's equipping them to live the life of a disciple. And so I started challenging people that, to, to uh, kind of reconfigure their life and, and point it towards Jesus and really live as a first-century disciple. And I, I started to realize that the, the shape of your day is dictated by the love of your life. If you're married, your day changes. If you have children, your day changes. And if you love Jesus, your day will change. Mm-hmm. It will not be something that you just learn about or you're, you know, mildly entertained by, but it really is the core of your life, and that means that your day must change. And so what we're doing in the School of Discipleship is we're showing people the foundation of discipleship in the Bible, and then we are giving some suggestions on how your day can change so that you truly are walking with the Lord, you have situational awareness, you learn to hear His voice, and you learn to share Christ with those that you meet. And this is how we are to grow, you know, as a church. And with COVID-19 right now, the way it's going, people are desperately, desperately looking for answers, mm-hmm. teenagers, marriages, jobs, and I think we have that answer. That answer is Jesus, and we are the conduit to mm-hmm. bring that good news to the world. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. Yeah, that, we're done. That's all I need to know. Um, so, Jeff, I, I'm very much, I've said this all show, I'm very much a to-do person. Give me my list of things to do. So mm-hmm. let me find out about the session. How many sessions are there to this school? I mean, is this a two-year program like the Catechetical Institute? You know, is no. it offered in person? Is it Zoom? I mean, give me those kind of details. Super questions. Yeah, it is. It's it's really only a, a, a few weeks. It's from October thirteenth, Tuesday, October thirteenth, till till Tuesday, October or um, December first, or uh, yeah, December first. So you've got. October 13th to December 1st, I think that's seven, isn't it? Seven weeks. And um, you will be, you will be uh, tuning in. If you're in the Twin Cities, you can be there in person. But we're going to have people from around the country. Des Moines is going to be 
uh, a part of it. We also have Columbus, Ohio joining in with us and Newark, New Jersey. Cool. Uh, Centerville, New Jersey. And so it's a little bit of a, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a, a national uh, call to become disciples. And Des Moines and the Twin Cities are like, you know, sister dioceses. We know so <laughs> many people down there and the people down there know so many people yep. up here that it's really going to be a lot of fun to, mm-hmm. to, to go after this. And I'm going to, I'm going to give uh, seven one hour talks. And uh, you're going to get a book, and you're going to get a special card on how to share the gospel, what is the good news of Jesus Christ. I like that. And then after, okay. it is, it's really good. It's really a lot of fun. And then after the seven weeks, we're going to challenge people by giving them a journal, and that we're going to challenge them to a 40-day journey. Uh, it's a 40-day challenge to act like a disciple, and it's a journal that you can keep from morning till night, and it keeps you on track, and it gives you something to go for as far as a virtue. And and uh, and one thing that's really fun, I know a lot of listeners will really like, is we have an emphasis on what we call building your posse. <laughs> and uh, your posse is a group of five, six, seven saints that you really want to journey with on this journey, and you want to walk with them and have them pray for you, and you want to you want to know their charism and their their readings. And so I have my posse, and. I'm not going to do it alone. It's part of the body of Christ. And then after the 40-day challenge, we will all come back together, and you will join us on Zoom, and Dr. Mary Healy from the Pontifical Biblical Commission will Mm -hmm. join us for a day, and she's going to give, I believe it's three talks. And so everybody in Des Moines area, you can join us on the reunion, and we're going to also share what happened to us on that journey. How did we change? Have we started sharing Christ with, with other people? And I think, I think people will be very surprised at what they hear. Uh, we've had, I think it's close to 3,000 people now in the Twin Cities have gone through the School of Discipleship, and we're hearing everyday Catholics, everyday Catholics who are standing up and saying, I never thought I could ever share Christ with anybody. I'm so shy, and I didn't know what to say. And now I can't keep my mouth shut. I'm always telling people what, Je- what Jesus has done for me. And, and that really is the way we're supposed to grow. You know, the, the chief way to grow is to go into all the world and, and make disciples. And I'll be with you, the Lord said. So, well, and that's, that was man, the million-dollar question I was going to ask you. It's like, yeah. okay, once this is all done, you know, what does our life look like? You know, how is it sure. different than it was before? And, and it's like, we're going to want to do these things. We're going to yeah. want to talk no, about Jesus. That is a, that's a good question. I would say, you know, in a sentence, that your life afterwards will become um, dynamic and fruitful and, in, and engaging. Uh, my wife and I, we, we try to live this way, and so we love each other, and the shape of our day has changed because of our love for each other. And so the two of us meet with the Lord every morning at about 6, and we sit for about an hour to an hour and a half. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to do that, but my wife and I have been doing this for years and years. Uh, we, we open up to the scripture and gospel of the day, and we read, and, and, uh, and we talk to each other and pray. And that starts our day off. And then at, at the end of the day, we do the examine prayer, where it takes mm. just you know, three or four minutes, and you look back on your day, see what, what's good and what needs to be adjusted, and uh, that we make the, we make the adjustments. But I think more than anything else, as a result of going through the school of discipleship, people are going to live their life at home, neighborhood, work, school. 
they're going to live it with a, a sense of being much more aware that conversations are easy to start. People typically will tell you their problems, and we have the answer. You know, oh I figure yep. if Dr. Phil can be bold with people, if Dr. Phil can be bold with people, we how much more us? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, John, yeah. I want to give you uh, one last opportunity. I mean, I, there's a cost for anything. So what's the cost for this program? It is 150 for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, those who are interested, they can uh, reach out directly to me. My phone number is uh, 237-5006. Um, uh, they can also email me at jhuin, H-U-Y-N-H, at org. So that number again, 237-5006. My email, jhuinh at org. Um, and let me know that you're interested, and I will get uh, things out. And folks, if you missed all that information, just reach out to me. I can connect you with John and, and uh, hopefully connect you with Jeff uh, beginning October 13th. So Jeff Cavins, thank you so much for joining me. John Wynn, thank you so much for being with us today. I also want to thank, thank uh, Jimmy Olson, my producer. My name is Jean Wells. And today I'm asking St. Andrew, who's the patron saint of discipleship, to guide us toward understanding the calling God has placed in our hearts so that we can more fully know, love, and serve Jesus today and always. St. Andrew, pray for us. Thank you for joining me today on Straight Talk. We are on the air because of your prayers and generosity. I thank you so much for that. Please consider a tax-deductible gift this next week as we have our fall carathon. You can go to online to iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and always available on our podcast through the Iowa Catholic Radio free app. Stay tuned for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk, heard every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and replayed at 10 p.m. only on Iowa Catholic Radio.